We all have questions in which we desire to grow and develop. Are you looking to grow in a certain area of your life? Well, let's talk about it. Welcome to Let's Talk About It. In today's session, we continue to learn the remaining basic features that will help us understand the Bible. Let's dive in. Just there to help our simple mindset, mm-hmm. like to make sense of it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So this is a perfect example. Isaiah forty, verse thirty-one. We all know this. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar yeah. on wings like, like eagles. <laughs> they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That happens in animes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on like their jutsu, like all of a sudden, <laughs> like the Avatar. Yes. <laughs> But think about that, like, to soar on wings like eagles, have you guys actually, like, thought about th- that concept? Yeah. Like, what is it? I actually have. Okay, I've, so, for, I've so mentally, talk about that. I haven't mentally ma- imagined that because I then think of something, like, okay, I know it's being silly, but, like, what you see in an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because... I think of even like the wings of God, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. how people say like, oh, the wings of God, like it's yeah. going to surround you. So I just literally just imagine it's, oh, gosh, it's going to sound cuckoo. No, no, know? I don't think so. Yeah. Like I just imagine like these big, mighty wings that just engulf me, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yeah. um, and every time I've read that, I've literally seen myself sitting on top of a little like big old eagle mm-hmm. yeah. where mm-hmm. I'm the tiny object and yeah. the eagle is bigger than a 747 you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it just it takes me places it takes me to greater heights it, yeah. you know um, where things I places I can be yeah mm-hmm. that's good or like when they says he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you'll find refuge yeah. like I have mm-hmm. imagined like me being like protected in in these wings mm-hmm. yeah. and like nothing being able to come to me or That's harm good. me or like the arrows but it, I think it's like Psalms 91 yeah. <laughs> so like those are the ones that I think about and I can see him and then sometimes I pray those things That's like good. Lord your wings yeah. I know they protect me you know extend those wings around my car Lord like you know like protect us <laughs> as we're driving like so sometimes I have taken those those ideas and I've extended them into areas because it's like obviously what you're telling me is that you protect us yeah and so let me just I need your protection all the way. One is hedge of protection because yes. I think like plant hedges yes. on people's cars. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that. Is that is that Christianese? Like, it'll be a hedge of protection. Hedge of protection I really plant hedges around cars. <laughs> it's like that Homer meme, and your car just goes in. All the hedges come up. That's good. But you guys bring up great points. Like both of both of you guys describe something that empowered you. And it felt relatable for yeah. you for that moment, mm-hmm. right? And because it felt relatable, you it brought um, it brought it heightened your sense of trust mm-hmm. in God, yeah. you know, and why you believe. Like uh, uh, the way I think of it, when it says soar, they just your wings are just out. You're not flapping. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about that. Soaring is it's you're just gliding. You're just yeah. hanging. Mm-hmm. You know, so like even when I thought about that, I'm like, soar on wings like eagles. And when you think about it too, eagles, I think they have, you know, I might have to Google, Google back, check me on this, but I think mm. eagles can fly the highest mm. of any bird. Right. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, so like the altitude doesn't affect them the way it does like other birds. Yeah. You know, so it's like even the certain height that they can hit in comparison to like 
other animals and whatnot. And if, it's, and if they're not the highest, I think they're at least in the top, whatever. But um, and then their vision, you know, mm. as to what they can see from up there. But they get to a certain point where they don't have to flap. Like it takes work to flap. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's another thing to just. I'm just chilling. I was thinking about that piece when you were talking about soaring. I'm just like, oh, they're just trusting. They're just yeah, gliding. Like they don't have to. Not exerting themselves. They're not trying to fight against anyone. They're just letting the letting it take them. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. But I I can't fact check. I'm not an ornithologist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about birds. This, y'all. Yeah, no, but I think but I think you're correct. And even if you're not correct, it makes for just a great understanding yep. of what the author is telling us about the power of Jesus and how he's protecting us and taking us. Like he's gonna do that. Yeah. We are we are safe. I mean, like how friendly is it to know that yeah. when you understand that God's word is so powerful, it literally does lift you up mm-hmm. to a to a place where mm-hmm. you're not even trying anymore. And it just yeah. it, and it kind of Going back to the other piece of scripture can bring life to other scripture. That's part of where the piece of that surprising understanding comes from. Yeah. But it's understanding that like I'll start on wings like eagle, or even what you said, like you being you picturing yourself sitting on top of a big eagle, but you just feel protected. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like that brings a sense of calm and peace. So figures of speech is really powerful. Another one, um, when Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branch. Mm-hmm. Apart from me you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And when Pastor Mike took the time to say like uh, you know, a vine pushes nutrients into it, whereas it's essence. Essence, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, everything else those takes. Mm-hmm. But vines push. Yeah. Vines hmm. just give. Yeah. To make sure leaves and the branches are surviving mm-hmm. and making it and thriving. Hmm. Um what so, was this sermon? Yeah. Huh? What was this sermon? John. This was the, the book yeah, of John this was like two years, years ago. Oh, probably even oh, three years that. ago. Yeah, three. Oh, you know. But yeah, he was going through the book of John and just because same thing. That was a text that you know we've always heard. But then when Pastor Mike took the time, he's like, think about what a vine is like. The difference between a vine and other things, like everything else pulls. Yeah. You know, everything else extracts, but vines push. Yeah. And hearing that was like, dang. I mean, the modern really version of it is your cell phone and a charger. Mm -hmm. Like your phone is a powerful device. I think uh, Juby's the one who told me that our cell phones today. Um, the tech that's in it is equivalent to like the first um, things like the first satellite or something like that in terms of tech wise or something but <laughs> you may, may have read, read, read it on the random back or something I don't know. you're looking <laughs> I don't recall I don't know what you're looking she gives, right now. Juby gives great random facts when yeah. I bring it back up so like I remember that <laughs> <laughs> but like the tech we have like what you can do with a cell phone is yeah. phenomenal yeah. it's great but until it dies mm. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you got to plug it back in. Yeah. And we're no different. We're the branch. Jesus is the vine. And apart from it, you can't do anything. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's no wonder why you're great on Monday, Tuesday, coming out of church. And if you haven't gotten plugged back into his word, Wednesday, you start feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's this idea that Jesus is not pulling. He's pushing yeah. into us. You know? So figures of speech are great, great ways uh, to... Uh, Pull more from the, from the text. Uh, number seven. Um, I don't know if you're ready for it, babe. You ready? Conjunctions. Conjunctions. No. <laughs> Function. up words and phrases and clock. <laughs> but seriously, pun unintended. <laughs> and for, but, therefore, since, because. Um, take note of conjunctions and identify their purpose of function. That is, try to determine what the conjunction connects to. Um, so for the wages of sin is death. But mm-hmm. the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. 
Um, another example, uh, funny, did this one last week, Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off every single weight that hinders us and trips us up. So even when things start off with it, even as, this is verse 1 of the chapter, but then that should be a trigger of saying, well, what did all the other chapters say previous to that? Mm-hmm. So the sentence is opening up with in chapter because remember when it was written, there were no chapters or verses. Yeah, it's just written. Mm-hmm. Especially New Testament, many of the books of New Testament, they're letters. So if you get to chapter twelve and the first verse says, "Therefore," that should be a plug to say, "Okay, this is summing up or bringing up chapters one through eleven up mm-hmm. until this point." Mm-hmm. So conjunctions are powerful ways to kind of. Uh, bring way more so we'll just finish this verse therefore since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for for us so that is already bringing life towards that current verse mm-hmm. but it brings way more life when you go therefore oh what did hebrews chapter 1 through 11 say mm-hmm. it kind of gives this it's the no kidding so what it's the conclusion it's the climax mm-hmm. Instead of reading it as just within the first verse in itself. Yeah. So conjunctions are very, very powerful ways to kind of help bring out more of what's already there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, number eight is verbs where all the action is. Verbs are important because they communicate the action of the sentence. Um, and I really like this. Note that verbs can do past, present, or future tense. Mm-hmm. So I went, I go where I will go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So another one is, um, GB knows this, uh, one of my favorite verses is Matthew eleven twenty eight, where Jesus says, come to me, who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much because the first word is come. But that's now. Yeah. So the beauty of it being now, that's always. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't say, Jesus is not saying, when you get a chance, come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you can, come. Mm-hmm. Like, we do that with you. Like, hey, Jess, come over to our house. Yes. So, so let's let's go through this for real. If we were to say come, like come over or come, let's hang out. What thinks? What sticks out in your head? Like, how do you receive that? Um, I can do that now. Like, there's like it's something that like it's for now. It's not like hey, come by later. It's like mm-hmm. hey, come over. So that feels like it's imperative that I go in the moment. The word you use is imperative. Mm-hmm. That's good. What else? Like, what do you think about? I say, like today, I said, hey, come with us today. What's an what's open like? invitation? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. it gives me permission because mm-hmm. one of the things I say is like, you know, you're welcome to come over anytime. Mm-hmm. Like that means you're welcome now. You're mm-hmm. welcome in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say come. I think it's an, also an invitation for the future Absolutely. as well. Like, if this is open to you, mm. you don't just meet me at 6 a.m. Um, in the guest bedroom. Yeah, It's also 5 p.m. when you got a hard email yeah. or 1 o'clock when you got that phone call you didn't want to get. Like, yeah. that come is an invitation throughout the day. That's really good. Mm. So this is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. We just did one verse. Come to me or we're in, we haven't even, we're just on come right now. Yeah. But within one minute, you guys extracted the fact that Jesus is making an imperative, mm-hmm. it's an invite, and it's an open invitation, not just for now, but also the future. Yeah. You guys got all that with just one word. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's a verb. You're welcome, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but but that's and that's just one word and it's a verb. Yeah. You know. So, that's a that's another great example of that. Um, and then the last one, number 9, is um, pronouns. Um, so, for example, our and us. Uh, Ephesians 1.3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Um, so those are just other, uh, that's the last one basically in terms of the list of ways to uh, be able to connect. Um, so to wrap it up, as a review for this, it's number one, repetition of words. Number two, contrast. Number three, comparisons. Number four, list. Number five, cause and effect. Number six, figures of speech. Number seven, conjunctions. Number eight, verbs. And number nines. Number nine, <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts before we wrap up? Mm. What is the most practical way to remember all this when you're reading? Because it's easy to just, you know, say, yeah. hey, this is one, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, but when we are, let's say, having a hard day and yeah. we're sitting down, yeah. um, how do I come? How do I lay my burden down? How do mm. I remember the mm. list? How do I remember the pronouns? How do I remember what it is that he's trying to say? What is the most practical way I can put this into action that's good. starting today? No, that's good. Um, I have an answer. I want to hear from you guys. What do you guys think would be a great next practical way to do that? For me, I would probably just focus on one at a time. Okay. Like I might spend tomorrow just focusing on all the things that I'm reading and see if I can identify the lists. Mm-hmm. Or I might read tomorrow and focus on all the places where maybe I've identified a verb. So like for me, if I looked at if I looked at that as a snapshot one through nine, I'll get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And then I won't look for any of it. Mm-hmm. And I'll just yeah. keep I'll just keep reading, you know, like normal. But yeah. what I've noticed when we were talking, I just for me, I picked out the ones that I know I don't recognize off the top. Right. So my plan this week is to be more intentional to read like where are the lists and then where are the compare contrast because mm-hmm. I don't I don't typically read for those. I see the pronouns, I see the verbs, but I see the conjunctions, yeah. but I don't pay a lot of attention to where where God has listed something for me to do because I usually just pick out the ones like mm, I could do that. So yeah. so now it's like let me actually read it to know that there are lists and if and was there information prior to that that was also another list that contrasted yeah. or was there another list that compared? So I'm actually going to take those elements and combine them into my study for the rest of the week and then hopefully I can go back and listen to this and then hear the other ones <laughs> um, because I just know I don't want to because I'm trying to really learn how to read the Bible mm-hmm. I get excited about hearing all this stuff and then I end up biting off more than I can chew yeah. mm-hmm. so I for me I'll have to spend like one day or two days or spend this week focusing on one or two areas that I know um, I need the most yeah. attention to yeah. yeah that's good what about you I mean, honestly, your answer is probably you're answering me because mm. I'm the same way. I yeah. I want to overachieve. Yes. Um, <laughs> Perfect word. E- I mean, even this morning, I was telling Mark like we were working out, but I didn't really have a goal set in mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't, I'm just like I'm not enjoying it. So for me, if there's not a goal, yeah, I don't enjoy what I do. I like. I want it to be for competition purposes or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so for me, that's also great because that's my problem is I try to take it all in at once. And mm-hmm. I have learned. Like last month was a great like learning opportunity for me when I decided 
I am not going to do this one thing mm-hmm. and see where that leads me. Mm-hmm. And I did it for a whole month. I was like, I didn't do this one thing. And mm-hmm. you were my accountability partner yes, for yes. that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? I left you. I was like, well, I'm doing that one thing. <laughs> About day 15. But, but I kept you with right. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even went as far as being like swapping drinks with people because mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh-uh, that one has sugar. I am on a mm-hmm. no sugar system. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, like, this is great when we talk about it, when we sit in a room and talk about it. Right. I honestly don't know how to apply it mm-hmm. in real life, like, mm-hmm. because I want to do it all and I want to do it now. Yeah. Um, and that's your motivation is like competition and high achieving. My motivation right. is perfectionism. Right. So I, because he told me that, I'm supposed to know how to do all nine right now. Right. And so if I can't do all nine, I won't do any because I don't want to fail. Right. And so what I'll tend to so now what I do is um, I am energized by lists and achieve like I'm like tasks. Mm-hmm. So I like to be able to check things off. And, and rather than having a, a whole day full of things that I may not be able to check off, I give myself things that I know that I can achieve. So I'm, I'm noticing as I'm getting older, taking a bite-sized approach has been better than me overindulging and then getting sick off of doing too much. So I've, I've had to take the L and realize, like, you can't do everything. Right. Um, right. And that is it's hard. Um, but I feel a lot better about myself because I'm doing everything with intentionality and I'm doing everything... Um, it, it, it it's a lot more meaningful versus trying to get it all done just to say that I did it. Yeah. So that's yeah. what's been helping me lately. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to plan to approach it. Now, what's the answer so we can perfect this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak my Enneagram language. I love perfection. No, I love everything you guys said. Because um, you guys were saying that I was writing things off to the side I didn't want to forget anything. Mm-hmm. You guys brought up great points I think is relevant for everybody. Know within your personality type and your temperament, know your triggers and personal temptation. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then I would say do the opposite. <laughs> so in your case, if your temptation is struggling with being perfect, and if your temptation is a competition of having to get, let's just say you said, I'm going to read a chapter every single day. Yeah. Right? Instead, do the complete opposite. Don't and so. At all? don't read a chapter a day but what if you just read one or two verses Uh, yeah because here's why what if you do remember even one or two of these things and let's just say you gave yourself the goal like i have to read a chapter every day but you went in and you just remembered the repetition of words and you sat so perfect going back to matthew 11 28 30 um that's literally what happened to me i went in to go through the whole chapter and I was just in a season of my life, and I don't know what it was, but when I stopped there, I'm like, hang on, let me unpack this. And I literally sat for almost an hour mm. just with those three verses. No, And I don't have a lot of those moments. So I don't say this as like a, oh, look at me. No, no. This has literally been one or three times probably in my life where that's happened. But that's where that came from. And I remember just having this moment where it was, because I got caught up in that. I'm like, no, I got to finish the chapter today. Yeah. And I can tell you right now that I got way more out of, those two or three verses for an hour than thinking like, oh, look at me. I read an entire chapter for an hour. It's not a bad thing either. Yeah. You know, if you got through a whole chapter, if you got through three chapters, praise God. Yeah. That's The point is, are you getting something from it? Are you learning more about the heart of God? And are you asking, Holy Spirit, how will you, how can you help me? How can I submit to you mm. to submit basically to this word and apply it yeah. in a way that honors you? Yeah. So I would say knowing your triggers and your personality type and as you're aware of it, literally giving yourself permission to do the opposite. 
You know, so perfect examples. I love that you said instead of doing nine out of nine, I'm going to do two. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example of that. Instead of uh, if, if your mindset says, I'm going to do a chapter a day, literally, what if you just said, I'm going to do a verse a day? Mm-hmm. You know, and then the other thing that you said, uh, Jess, I liked is out of the nine, which one do you find yourself um, maybe struggling with, mm-hmm. you know, the most? And maybe let that be the, the baseline, you know, that mm-hmm. first thing. Um, Another practical, I think, idea would be legit, and I've, you've seen me do this with my line of day journal, um, having a sticky note or something on the front and maybe having just all nine listed mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Just have it as a reminder, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So when you forget, what am I supposed to be doing? And just pop it up and like, remind you, I'm going through this with you guys because I don't remember all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just finished seminary. I don't know a lot about God, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right? Mm-hmm. So this is honestly very, it's a lot for me as well. Just to like, man, I, oh man, I forgot about this. Or I forgot about that. So that'd be the other thing. Um, the other thing is this. Give yourself more credit. You'll remember more than you realize. Um. So though you're not remember all nine verbatim, and though you're going in with the goal, I'm just going to do two. You're going to go in with the goal with, I'm just going to do one, two, or three. When you start reading, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I remember this. That's a figure of speech. That's a conjunction. That's a pronoun. Who's us? Who's our? You're gonna you're you're give yourself more credit. You're gonna remember way more than you realize. Um, the other thing I like about all this is that these are things to apply to in your own communication style. So, like when you start communicating, um, when you're speaking or teaching, whatever, these are also things that are helpful to do that. So, like we tell stories. Why? Because stories connect. There are figures of speeches in there, right? Um, if you notice, there's something that you really want the group of people that you're speaking to to walk away from, you'll use the same word over and over again. Why? Because you want them to remember it. Yeah. So you think about it, these are great ways also to teach other people and also be open that whatever your best way of learning from other individuals are, be open that they will learn other, um, other, in other ways. So like different cultures relate, connect very well with figures of speech. Mm-hmm. Other cultures don't. Mm-hmm. You know, other cultures relate very well with repetition of words. Other cultures don't. So these are also important things to know about when you're communicating, not just the people one-on-one, but even cultural dynamics. You know, so those are things that are also uh, very helpful. And then just do it one at a time. And you're never going to master it, by the way. Yeah. Now, can your listeners find these nine lists on your show notes? <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty good That's idea. A good That's perfect. That is pretty good. I like it. Because I was just going to take a picture a of the book. Yeah, but that's, that's better. That's better. There you go, listeners. <laughs> but that's it. Any other final thoughts or questions, feedback, comments? Yeah. No. I feel like I have a motivation. Hey. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel more empowered? Yes. I'm getting there. <laughs> I have to fight my mind gotcha. on that. Yeah, it's, that's good. Um, and it, again, that's just something I know that about myself yeah. is I'm highly motivated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I take first step. I'm like, mm, not what I wanted. Yeah. Next step, yeah. you know. <laughs> like so, um, <laughs> it's good to know these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to help with the journey because again, I'm still trying to figure this out. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I hope I never arrive. Yeah. I hope there are days where I feel like I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I yeah. got this, but I hope I never arrive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's always good to learn these things and hear it. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. That's good. And it's probably safe to say you're not the only one who feels that. Yeah. So I would say to you and anyone else who can relate with what you're feeling, um, there's always going to be more until the day we die or he returns. And I'm so, hoping for rapture first. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it's it's, and I let that be. I let that serve as a reminder. It's a permission for me to be human. This does not take off the responsibility of me not pursuing growth and learning. Right. Mm-hmm. But it does help me to live in the middle of the perfect tension where I'm not. Um, remember, saying yes to Jesus is not a life of perfection. It's a life of devotion. Yeah. And so. I like what you said, babe, as you're fighting your mind. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, just what does it look like for us to submit regularly to lean into God so he empowers us to carry these things right, out? Right, right. You know, it's, this is not a list of legalism. Mm-hmm. This isn't a lot. This isn't a li- It does absolutely help. Right. And there's a place for it. But I want everyone to remember it's, it's, the, it's the Matthew 11, 28. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the come to Jesus. It's the I'm the vine and you're the branch. Right. Um, apart from me, we can't do anything. So it's, mm-hmm. we operate from our faith and not for it. Right. And I think that's the biggest, uh, the biggest thing we got to remember. Yeah. So. I think what I love about this is, you know, I've sat through many talks where it peps me up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do it all. Like the whole pie only for me to get to like Tuesday or Wednesday of the week after the talk and I'm like, hmm, no, this is easy with that. <laughs> yeah. And then I just want to abandon the whole mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I like about this is just like, hey, you just take it for, take the parts you want right now mm-hmm. and then keep adding to it. Yep. Um, and I'm sure that comes with my mature age. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? I'm glad you said that. When, uh-huh. not if, when you fall, yeah. When you drift, just come back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I, it sounds like an oversimplification, but that's really what it is. Yeah. It's, it's the whole Daniel decided. He resolved. Right. Mm-hmm. When, not yeah. if. When, why? Because you're human. Right. I, I, my last sum, summer, literally, I didn't read my Bible at all because I'm so busy studying the Word of God, quote unquote, for Hebrew. I haven't been doing any of it. Yeah. I got off. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm just coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, they even talk uh, talk about that in counseling. It's just like there's your core of emotions. Mm-hmm. The idea is not to be stuck to the core. It's to revolve around it. And as you revolve, to get farther and farther away. But once in a while, you'll slip off the axis yeah. and hit the core yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the days you find yourself in your room just boohooing for no reason. Yeah. But again, as you grow and as you mature with time and age, you learn not to get stuck on that core again. You're like, okay, I bumped into it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to go back into access again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Anything for you, Fred? You good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate you, ladies. Thank you for all your Thank feedback. Yeah. You. Good yeah. stuff. This is good. Yes. All right. Appreciate y'all. Next week. Thanks for tuning in. To view all nine of the basic features that were spoken of, be sure to check them out in the description of this session. Also, if you've been enjoying this podcast, go ahead and hit that follow button so you're immediately notified when a new session drops. We're looking forward to having you join us on the next one.